<laughs> I didn't oh, okay. watch the Oscars, actually. Did you Did you see any of the clips online? No, I'm actually just looking at a oh. list of who won, and that's really all I got. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I already know. I, okay. know. I know a few of them. My mom told me a few of them. And, I, of course, on Instagram, yeah, I saw a bunch of uh, praise for uh, everything everywhere all at once. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, I didn't. Yeah, it was I, a big winner last night. Yeah, I was reading that too in an article that it made uh, award history because I think only, or is this the cold open? Sure. <laughs> uh, um, something about that that it, it it so I guess the above the line um, uh, awards is what the article was calling them. I guess that's all the more uh, not important, but. The more highly celebrated, the non-tech or, or or behind the scenes stuff, I guess, is what how it's differentiated. Um, yeah. Uh, above the line, it, it's I think the first one uh, to to win all set uh, or or most of the above the line awards, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what. Oh. But it said something like that. Then it made award history in the ones that yeah. it won. So I was like, okay, cool. It, it's kind of funny. There's only four acting categories with this ceremony, and Everything Everywhere won three out of those four. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, well, yeah, because yeah, it didn't have a Best Actor nominee, right? Right. Yeah. So there's something to be said about that movie. The funny thing is, is that when I was watching the ceremony, All Quiet on the Western Front won a lot of awards too. Mm -hmm. So as we were getting towards Best Picture, I'm like, okay, it's either going to be Everything Everywhere or All Quiet on the Western Front. Um, and yeah, sure enough, it was Everything Everywhere all at once. Um, and it's kind of funny. I still need to see it, but I'm super convinced that when I finally do see it, I am going to like it. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, that's right. You still haven't seen it. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. You didn't watch it. It's really good. I really liked it. I know. Uh, the first time I saw it and... Um, yeah, the first time I saw it, I was just like amazed. I was just like, "Oh wow, this is it's so it was so refreshing to see something new." And um, yeah, the second time I saw it, I still I loved it. I think even more. And uh, yeah, it's just um, especially because uh, so, so. Oh, so before I get into this story, uh, welcome to another episode of Movies Mayhem. So this is your host Chris. Uh, this is your boy Chris. Um, and this is what, 137 maybe? I don't know. I don't know what episode this is. Oh, uh, Selena, I think is on mute because of a, uh, siren or something, but she's joining me. She's, she's nodding. But while she's, uh, you know, doing that, I will go ahead and tell. So for the longest time, I had this, um, misconception of, uh, of Michelle Yeoh. Is everything okay? You look very worried, Selena. Just give me a thumbs up, thumbs down. You're okay. She's okay. She's just, I think there's sirens, I believe. Sorry, it's just that siren lasted way longer than it should have. Oh, that's fine. Um, we couldn't hear it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, yeah, because I muted myself. Yeah, Hello, yeah. everybody. Sorry, Chris, to interject. It's fine. Um, but yeah, you were telling a story. Go for it. Yeah. Um, um, I guess not so much a story, uh, per se. Um, but I always had this misconception of Michelle Yeoh as, as being, like, a very... Um, I don't want to say... Like an very intimidating woman. I I was gonna mm. say ice queen, but that kind of sounds. <laughs> but like a very that yeah intimidating, than you mean it. intimidating yeah. kind of mm, uh, uh, elegant Persona? regal. 
Uh, and she is very, you know, um, I was going to say majestic. Uh, it, there's a way she carries woman. herself. Yes, 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 yes. And I think a lot of the roles she had also were seemed kind of like she was maybe kind of um, kind Heart of a, villain. Yeah, like like she was kind of not easy to not not easy to get along with, but just like not easy to relate to, I guess. Yeah. And then uh, a little bit before. Uh, everything everywhere all at once came out i heard of, i was listening to a podcast where she because i think she's on one of the star trek shows i'm, I'm not sure which which series she's on but she does, has a recurring role on a, a star trek series and she did a podcast where the, she was being interviewed by paula Tompkins and tony newsome and she was just she was great i was just like oh wow she's actually so down to earth and nice and friendly yeah. and funny and i was just like oh wow and then, then i saw the movie and i was just like oh this role seems to fit her better better than, than a lot of the other things that I've seen her in that kind of gave me that misconception of her being, you know, just like a, a, a royalty, you know. Well, I mean, in a way, in a sense, she is royalty, but, but I thought that was like her personality for reals. But, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's, it's just so, she, yeah, hearing her in, in, in her own voice first, yeah, that really melted my heart and... um yeah, and I was so happy that she got this role and that, it, like I said, that it, it it does her persona a lot of justice, I think, or that maybe maybe she brought that light to it. But um, mm-hmm. and I'm so happy that she's getting all this recognition and and the award. And yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah I thought that was oh, well, cool. I love. No, for sure. I love how in her speech, because she's pretty much been winning all the awards at uh, all, it's award. It, well, award season officially ended, but at all the different mm-hmm. ceremonies. You might even um, say that she's winning everything everywhere all at once. Yes. <laughs> um, she um, always wants to make note that it's important for people, in particular women and little girls that look like her, it's important for them to see her being able to succeed and, you know, the movie doing so well and whatnot. Um, and just, I guess she kind of is just trying to reaffirm that representation matters. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this was a big win for the Asian community last night, mm-hmm. you know, with, uh, how do you say it? Ki Kwai. Oh, I, I, I'm not sure, to be honest. Yeah, Ki. Well, with I'm sorry, I know they call him Ki, Ki and uh, Michelle Yeoh winning last night. It's a big deal. For the Daniels brothers, half of the Daniels brothers, it's a big deal that they won so many awards. Sorry, they're not brothers, but the Daniels. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, you, you just if you go on YouTube, see their acceptance speeches. They're so endearing. They're so grateful to be there, and they they give thanks to their teachers. They give thanks to everybody who got them to where they are now. It was so endearing watching them win and give their speeches. I also heard the Daniels used to do music videos, which I'm not surprised with, given all the clips I've yeah. seen uh, seen of everything everywhere. I'm not sure which ones, but yeah, that sounds that sounds right. Um, yeah, on. let me see real quick what, mm-hmm. when they announce. I don't know if you can hear. Oh, I didn't hear it. Them announce his name. Oh, it's because yeah, Ariana DeBose started crying. She, when yeah, she, she started breaking up. I know, and I was trying. To, I was just like, okay, I'm gonna see it, how they pronounce it. But no, Ki, I'm gonna uh, say Huai Quan. Ki 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 Huai. I don't know. I'm uh, I'm so sorry. Ki Huai Quan. Ki Huai Quan. Okay. Yeah. Ki Huai Quan. Yeah. Uh, oh, we cool, can call cool. him Ki. 
Keep oh, it was sure. kind of funny. In the ceremony last night, um, Jimmy Kimmel made a point to say that uh, it's kind of funny that both Brendan Fraser and Key were in Encino Man 30 mm. years ago, and here they are both nominated for Oscars. <laughs> and he's like, so you know who the real loser is here? Polly Shore. Oh, probably. <laughs> was uh, no, was uh, he... Sean Astin uh, nominated for Lord of the Rings at any point? Oh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. It feels like he would have been, right? Let's just it's assume kind he of is. funny. <laughs> he's in yeah, an Oscar-winning right? movie, at least. He's at least in an Oscar-winning yes. movie. Uh, not it feels sure, like though. he would have been nominated for Rudy, too, you know, just because mm, of how oh, beloved yeah. that movie was. Yeah, I guess so. Um, he, he might not have been. Don't quote me, you guys. Um, but I was going to say, Jimmy Kimmel also made a point to mention that a lot of the actor nominees were first-time nominees this year. And it was kind of funny because it's like, oh, my God, I could swear Colin Farrell's been nominated before. I could swear Jamie Lee Curtis has been nominated before. And no. Yeah. Yeah, And then, you know, he went down the list and it was just kind of crazy too. like um, just that that's a lot of first time nominees. But I think that's great, though, because it's not just more of the same. You know, it is good that uh, these ceremonies, these Oscar ceremonies are looking more diverse. I feel like that's just the that should be the path forward because um sorry everybody not to get too political or too uh social commentary here but my coworker brought up to me that I guess he had read an article uh that so last night since Michelle Yeoh won mm-hmm. she's only the second non-white actor to win Ooh. for best leading female role best best female in a leading role and I was just like, wait, are you sure? And then I thought about it and I'm like, oh, the supporting actresses actually have a more Ooh. diverse w- winners. Yeah. But he's right. It's only been her and Halle Berry to win it for best female lead as far as being non-Caucasian. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, we need to keep moving forward. You know, like that's so bad. We're at we're at the 95th Oscars. We got to we're at 2023. Like. Come on, let's do better, you know? Yeah, and Halle Berry, that was a Monsters Ball, correct? <laughs> yep. Nice. Yep. All the way in 2001. Back yeah. in 2001 know, right? or 2003, so whatever it was. Yeah, wow. so it's just... Yeah, I know. When he told me that, I was like, that... Oh, that supporting is a different story, but yeah. Jeez. Um, on, on a lighter note, Brendan Fraser... Or, am I saying the right Fraser? Fraser, because he said when you say yeah, when you say Fraser, that's not correct. So it's yeah. Fraser. Mm-hmm. Finally, getting some recognition for you know being an amazing actor all these years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the internet's sure. boyfriend finally won. Oh, finally! No, yeah, he seems like a great dude all around. Um, oh, I know. I'm so sorry that he you know felt that he had to take that break. Um, but I'm glad he's back and and you know he's coming out swinging. It, it's um, yeah. It's, it's been nice seeing him uh, on the uh, talk shows and stuff. Well, I haven't really seen him, but I've, I've, I've seen that he's been doing the talk shows and I haven't really watched the interviews, but. Um, oh, you should, you should see the actors round tables. He comes off so soft-spoken, so sweet, mm-hmm. so supportive of all the other actors when they're at those round tables. Like there's a reason why so many people love Brendan Fraser mm-hmm. and it's, you know, he's just, I, I don't know him personally, but I would bet money he's a very kind, sweet man in person. I Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. He seems like a good dude. 
Um, yeah. Oh, I don't know if we mentioned this, if this was part of the cold open or not, but I didn't watch the Oscars. Just so the listeners know, they're all caught up. <laughs> I didn't watch them. I generally don't. Um, I, I, you know, and I'm glad, you know, everything everywhere all at once won. I'm glad a bunch of these winners won, but generally I kind of don't really put a, invest a lot in it. Um, when they're, when I have to like, you know, name my favorite to win. I'm just like, I don't know, whoever, man, I don't care. It's all, it's all a thing. <laughs> it, it's not always, it's sometimes it's biased and sometimes it's, it's just oh, all yeah. politics and stuff and just whatever. But when, when one that I do know, like, uh, when I do know or like wins, I'm genuinely excited. Yeah. That's pretty good. I'm glad yeah, they're getting recognition. Def- like you said. Yeah, definitely. No, it's funny. I can just, it's funny that you say it's all politics sometimes. I just remember the one year that Crash won for best movie. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were pissed because a lot of people felt it should have been Brobeck Mountain. Mm. And all these years later, it, it I've seen this argument come up on the internet a lot. And even in like interviews and stuff, which movie was more culturally impacting? Right. Brobeck Mountain. Yeah, exactly. Nobody fucking talks about Crash. No. <laughs> yeah, no. So... Well, the, yeah, no. The same thing happened also with uh, when Green Book beat uh, Black Panther. Everyone was like, "What the oh, fuck?" Yeah. And it, it time. I mean, I think time has already told on that one which one is going to be more uh, culturally I love impactful. That. I love that there's the clip of Spike Lee just leaving the theater as soon as that gets announced. Mm. <laughs> he just flat out said, "Yeah, the wrong movie won." Yeah. Um. Oh, what was I gonna say? Uh. No, yeah, but it was kind of funny. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel hosted last night. I don't know if you saw this or not, but he had this really good joke because, you know, he had to mention the incident from last year with Will Smith and Chris Rock, which, uh, yeah, the slap, which I didn't find funny because I'm a fan of both of them. But anyway, um, he, you know, he mentioned it in his monologue and he said something to the effect of, um, so we wanted to have a safe environment for everyone, but most importantly, we want to have a safe environment for me. So if I offend any of you and if any of you want to get jiggy with it and come up to the stage, just know you have some of my friends you have to get through. And then he put out, he pointed to Adonis Creed, Michael B. Jordan. And then he's like, and then you're going to have to battle with Michelle, uh, Michelle Yo, And she did some kind of like, it was some kind of fight action thing. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, and the Mandalorian and Pedro Pascal was there. Mm. And then he's like, and you're going to have to, and then finally, well, not finally, but to kind of put a cap on this. And he's like, and you're going to have to tangle with Spider-Man. And they cut through Andrew Garfield and he does this. He smiles awkwardly. smiles like as if he's regretting every life decision he's ever made. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. Or at least um, those movies. Was... <laughs> <laughs> he definitely doesn't regret No Way Home. Um, maybe he does. Maybe but, he does. Huh? I said maybe he no, does. No, he doesn't. Maybe he no. does. You don't no. know his life. Shut up. <laughs> I know him, and he mm. doesn't. Um, no, I don't. But I'm gonna pretend I do. Um, but yeah, it was actually a pretty good ceremony, and it was without incident, so that was kind of nice. Um, and yeah, no, it just it was a uh, everything everywhere was a big winner. Mm. So it was like I said, so it was all quiet in the Western Front. Mm. Um, Top Gun at least won an award for sound. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. Sounds good. And then what 
Wakanda Forever won it for best, I think, like wardrobe and costume design. Um, um, me, I, um hold on, check. I mean, you can, you can continue. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll confirm when I get there. No, the yeah. Uh, Lady Gaga and Rihanna gave great performances. Uh, David, yeah, costume, costume never, design for Wakanda Forever won. Yeah, I can never say his last name right, but he's the lead singer of the Talking Heads, David Byron. Uh, it's not burning. I always thought it was Byrne. David Byrne. Oh, okay. Byrne. See, I told you I always say his name wrong. Oh, okay. David Byrne uh, performed with the one actress from Everything Everywhere. Uh, they performed a song. That was, it was nice. It was artsy. Oh, with uh, Stephanie Hsu? She was supposed to perform, I right? I think so. I think I had yeah, read yeah, that, yeah. that she was going to do the song. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it was, oh, <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel also had this joke about how he was saying, like, uh, by the way, five uh Five actors happened to be Irish, so the chances of a fight coming up on stage just went way up. Hmm. <laughs> I know, it's just like, unless you're Irish, I don't know if you can make that joke, but okay. Because <laughs> oh. it cut to Colin Farrell and he pushed Brendan Gleeson. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, sorry, I was looking, so after I mentioned Stephanie Hsu, I, um, I was wondering why well, she wasn't nominated, but she was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. And I think so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, her and Jamie Lee for the same movie. Uh that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Um Yeah. All right. I think I think a lot of the actors from the Banshees of Inishirin were nominated. Um, Brendan Gleeson, Colin Farrell. Yeah, Carrie Condon. Uh, was which one? Carrie Condon. There you go. Yeah. And I think there was one more, wasn't there? Uh yeah, Barry uh, Keegan. Co Co there you go, Kogan? that one. I don't know. But yeah, very. <laughs> and if anyone's, and if anyone else is wondering, uh, Paul Mescal, oh shoot, did I say his name right? I think I think I did. He was the other Irish person nominated for an award. <laughs> I was wondering. Yeah. Well, it sounds um, great. It sounds like a wonderful Aftersun? ceremony. I'm sorry. Oh no! Yeah, have you heard or have you heard anything about After Sun, the Paul Paul Mescal movie? I don't know anyone who's seen it personally, but yeah, I've been hearing that it's really good. Oh, okay. Uh, I was also curious, have you heard anything about Triangle of Sadness? I'm, I Ooh. didn't hear much about it till it got nominated. I did. I, I don't, I think I might have heard about it on a podcast, but yeah, they were saying that it's, it's really funny. Oh, okay. I think it was on, I can't remember, I was, um, I don't know what streaming it was on, but it, it, was, it was somewhere, it was streaming somewhere. No, I think we were going to have to rent it. I don't remember, but I was, yeah. At a friend's oh, house, okay. and, and they were flipping through some, some things, and I almost I was gonna try to convince them to watch Triangle of Sadness, but she, uh, they didn't want to. Okay. Um. What was I gonna say? I wish there was a streaming service where all of these movies could be on. That would be easily accessible to watch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that you is. Know? It, it is kind of a, a hassle when they're every um, just like kind of all over the place and it'd be mm -hmm. nice if it was just like the uh, awards ceremony <laughs> awards plus i guess and then just everything <laughs> that gets nominated is just available there yeah. it might be you might have to rent it I for guess. a very I low know. cost or free one or, of the yeah, or a monthly um, fee yeah yeah um because with everything everywhere unless i have showtime or paramount plus i would have to rent it to see it mm -hmm. to your point and I don't know, 20 bucks is a lot to pay for one movie. Oof. Um, it's a good movie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> mm. uh, we'll see, we'll see. Um, anything else we want to touch up on? 
Um, let's see. We went over. So best picture uh, was uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. I think we established that. Mm-hmm. Best director was uh, the Daniels for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Best actor is the whale. Uh, sorry, Brendan Fraser for the whale. Uh, <laughs> best actress Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Best supporting actress is Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, best supporting actor is Ki Hui Kwan uh, for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, best animated feature was Guillermo del Toro's P- uh, Pinocchio. Oh, that's uh, right. Did you watch that one too, or did I just watch myself? It. <laughs> okay, that was good. That motion for the win. Um, oh, I, I did watch uh, Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Um, I want to see that one. It was cute. Yeah. It was, it was pretty cute. Um, I Puss and Boost is also nominated. I, I saw that one. It was good. Turning Red. Yeah, my brother My brother said that was a really good movie. I haven't seen any of the other previous Puss and Boots, though. Um, I think there was just one other one. And then there's like a series. Uh, I don't remember the, the oh, first. Oh, okay. I don't remember the first movie. I think I, remember, I think maybe the first one was okay. But this one's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Best International Feature is All Quiet on the Western Front, which that always kind of mm-hmm. trips me out when something can be nominated for Best International Feature and Best Picture. So uh, just to clarify for anyone listening, uh, with All Quiet on the Western Front, the languages are, it's, the main language is primarily German, but you do hear people speaking French. So yes, it is international. There is no English-speaking folk in that movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, best documentary was Navalny. Uh, I've never heard of it. Which one was uh, that one? Oh, um, I think that's the one about the Russian guy who, oh, um, he told the truth about the government. Poor dude is in solitary confinement. Because I think they even had the wife go up during his acceptance speech. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I need to see it. Yeah. <laughs> I think the only one I've heard of is Fire of Love. I don't. I've never, I haven't seen that one though. I think it's about volcanoes or something. Yeah, there was. Yeah, I saw that they mentioned there was a movie about volcano chasers. <laughs> mm. Chasers. Yeah, they called them volcano chasers. Okay, I'm pretty sure yeah, volcanoes I... are very stationary objects. But all right, um, they go to the volcano. <laughs> okay. Uh, best adapt. <laughs> uh, best adapted screenplay is Women Talking, which I didn't didn't see, yes. but I, I read the book, and the book was pretty good. Oh, you read the book. I sure did. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, the story. Oh, God, that story is so sad. And I mean, and it's a real story to my understanding, right? Yes, it's based on a true that, like, story. That really yeah. happened. Oh, mm-hmm. that's so fucking tragic. Yeah. I don't know. That's why I'm like, I don't know if I can hack watching the movie, but we'll see. Well, n- so none of the, uh, I guess, um, in the book, at least, none of the, the crimes that they're discussing happen during the 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 timeline of the story it's kind of in the aftermath of it and they're trying to figure out the best what their best uh, uh scenario is like are they gonna stay in, in the community or are they gonna uh try to um get the offenders kicked out and stuff it without going too much into detail it, it, it okay so, so nothing graphic happens in the course of, of the story itself. But, okay. but yeah, still hearing them talk, talk about these events and how oppressed they are, basically, um, mm. uh, is the more interesting, is the interesting aspect of, of what's going on. And you find out, yeah, that they're just, yeah, pretty much, um, they, they pretty much don't have any rights. It's, it's crazy. It's, 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 wow. crazy, yeah. 
Uh, I think it's a Mennonite community, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, best original sp- screenplay was uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, mm-hmm. uh, best cinematography was All Quiet on the Western Front. Yep. Best film editing that was... That was deserved. Uh, what was it again? Cinematography. Uh, let's see. Bardo, Elvis, Empire of Light, Tar. Sure, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All Quiet <laughs> seems like the most uh, cinematic. Well, Bardo was pretty good, too. Bardo was pretty crazy. Uh, you know, visually at least. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once won Best Film Editing. Production Design was All Quiet on the Western Front. Um, best Score was All Quiet on the Western Front. You never mentioned the score, Selena. Not once. Score. It was actually a good score. <laughs> Very the dun, dun, dun. All right, perfect. Uh, no, it just it was it was really good at playing this really dark, ominous music. When the German soldier, the remember how I told you they were fresh out of high school and they were happy to be like joining the army and stuff, and they would play the ominous music, so you just knew something bad was going to happen. Right. Okay. So yeah, sorry. Continue. No, that's fine. Uh, uh, all I'm really doing is listing things. I'm not really giving any two cents about it, one way or the other. Uh, best song was Natu Natu from RRR. Which uh, that dance was so freaking oh, cool. Man. Look uh, again, go to YouTube, look up the the song and dance segment of it. It was so cool. Like, I'm glad that Bollywood was able to be showcased last night. That song and dance was I, I was really impressed with it. Well, that movie itself is really cool and it does have um, a bunch of oh. like dance numbers and stuff like that. Um, but I don't I, I don't know which one it was uh, just from the title. Um, but yeah, it's it's a fun, crazy, uh, exciting. Isn't it R R R? Right, that's yeah. the name of the movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, I think it was on Netflix when I saw it. I don't know if it's still there though. Oh. Okay. Um. Let's see. Best ha- makeup and hairstyling was the whale, which yeah, well deserved because of that that pros- those prosthetics uh, used on mm-hmm. for Brendan Fraser. That amazing. Like when I first saw clips of it i thought did he really gain all the weight and i wasn't wasn't really sure because i mean he had dropped off the radar for a while so um Mm -hmm. but uh no yeah it was was all prosthetics which is crazy uh best costume design uh wakanda forever cool um visual effects uh uh, was avatar the way of water yeah yeah pretty good yeah i guess there's no Topping that. Uh, best sound was Maverick, as you said. Uh, best animated mm-hmm. short was The Boy, The Mole, The Fox, and The Horse. Oh, that one looks so cool just because I love watercolor art. And that one is, I guess it's based on a book that was also done in watercolor. So we should, I was like, we should see that. <laughs> uh, usually, where are the shorts available? Do you know? I don't know how people watch oh. them. I, 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 I want to see. There was one I was able to see on YouTube once. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know every I'll, now I'll... and then, every now and then there'll be a, like a theatrical run of like the nominated, just just the nominated ones though. But before they're nominated, where do people watch them? Um, it can vary because to be fair, um, uh, the longest daycare, which was a Simpson short, was available online. Was that nominated? Yeah, this was years ago, and it was the one where Maggie's trying to break, uh, break out of the daycare. Yeah, it was in front of some movie, but I can't remember what movie. Because I remember I saw it, like, in theaters, and I saw that little short, and I was just like, oh, all right. 
I don't know. You look very concerned. Oh, uh, yeah. No, it's it's saying, sorry, the, where can I watch the Oscar-nominated shorts? Uh-huh. And it says uh, a lot of them can be seen in theaters. However, a lot of them are available to stream on Netflix, Apple TV, and The New Yorker. All right. But again, yeah. that's just like the nominated ones, right? So before they're nominated, yeah. where do they come out? I, I'm, I mean... Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, like, right? Well, we'll look I can look that up later. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's always when I get to the nom- the the shorts categories that I'm just like, I've never heard of it. Like, sometimes, like, with documentaries, I don't watch a whole lot of documentaries, but I will at least have heard of a few of them. And, yeah. But the shorts, I've never, I'm most, just always at a loss. I'm just like, I guess. Yeah, sure. Why not? Well, to your point, too, I think different film festivals in the past year will probably pick them up and stuff. If not on a streaming service or like I said, I think online she would probably be the other somewhere online um, would be the other place that these shorts would be. Um, um, no, same thing for the documentaries too. It's just like um, you would only, I think previously uh, like the man on the wire is the one that comes to mind, but I think mm. you would have only seen that in theaters at the time. Whereas right. now um, a lot of the doc. There was one year in particular, uh, a few years ago, where there was like two or three uh, short documentaries that were actually available on Netflix. Mm. So, yeah. I was even about to say, yeah, I think when Netflix first started uh, streaming, I think that's where uh, George saw Man on a Wire. Man on a Wire? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think it's, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, Netflix. Um, (laughs) uh, Best documentary short was the elephant whispers and best live action short film was an irish goodbye cool and that's mm-hmm. that's everything that's everything i got here um all well deserved i think just kidding i don't know <laughs> well the cool thing was was that even though all quiet on the western front and everything everywhere took so many awards mm-hmm. top gun still got something avatar still got something wakanda forever still got something mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't just a complete sweep through um, or complete sweep, however I'm supposed to say it. So at least there's that. And the funny thing is, though, um, until I checked about a week or two ago, I really thought Nope was nominated for stuff, at least like Best Original Screenplay. And Nope was nubbed. Huh. Yeah. Oh, the good thing, too, real fast, speaking of snubs, uh, Jimmy Kimmel did make a point to mention Till and The Woman King, mm-hmm. both really good movies, both directed by women. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and he made he made mention of that so that to encourage people to go watch them. OK, so, yeah, well, I know I, I like yeah. that those got a shout out. Wasn't there like a whole thing also oh. with uh, Andrea Riseborough? Um, was she? Oh, she is still nominated. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. a, there was a whole thing with that. That Andrea Riseborough well, I, I, was was uh, nominated as best actress in a movie that like mm-hmm. really had not much of a theatrical run, and people were like, mm-hmm. "Why? Why wasn't uh, Viola Davis nominated for?" Oh, uh, uh, I was gonna say. No, yeah, I think Viola Davis should, definitely should have been nominated, mm-hmm. but I will say, because Mark Maron is in the two Leslie movie that okay. Andrea uh, Risenborough is in, he said that he, uh, in his opinion, before all those articles started coming out, the acting community came together and gave Andrea a nomination. Like, I guess her performance in that movie is that good. 
And that's not the first time um, an actress has gotten nominated where the movie itself did not get nominated. Right. Um, and most notably, it was um, what's her name for uh, um, uh, Julianne Moore for that Almost Alice or something Alice movie. Still um, Alice? There you go. Still Alice. Uh, the, um, but what was I going to say? Yeah, no, I, I do think Viola Davis should have been nominated. but mm-hmm. And I need to see too Leslie to say, but. I think that's very telling when the acting community comes together and says, no, she deserves an award. Well, no, you don't think so? I don't know. I, I guess I can't really judge because the rest of us didn't see it, so we don't really know. But, yeah, like everyone else saw the woman. Well, not everyone, but like plenty of people. Like, like it got more exposure, and it's just kind of weird. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, the the Academy is mostly uh, actors and people in in the uh film community uh that's just kind of weird like i I don't know there's always a kind of bias like they say that that's why shakespeare and one uh shakespeare in love beat uh saving private ryan for best picture uh was it 94 they might have also beat pulp fiction 98 98 i forgot who beat pulp fiction um but either way just like just stuff like that like Speaking about upsets, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Did you see it online? And I noticed it while watching the ceremony when Jamie Lee Curtis won for Best Supporting Actress. You could kind of see the po- disappointment on Angela Bassett's face. Mm. Um, and you saw, you know, Jamie Lee was getting like standing ovations, people cheering. Angela Bassett just sat in her chair. Um, and the internet is actually coming to her defense saying, uh, that she really deserved it, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, oh, Jamie Lee Curtis winning was like a legacy win. But then, see, and this is, I haven't seen everything everywhere. So somebody, because somebody had said, oh my God, she was in the movie two minutes. How did she get that over Angela Bassett? And I'm like, oh, she was hardly in the movie. Yeah, I was <laughs> when I was talking about Stephanie Hsu also, I think, yeah, Stephanie Hsu's in it way more than uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. Which I mean, uh, nothing against Jamie Lee Curtis. I still like her, her yeah. character. She still oh, did a, She was still very memorable in the movie. But yeah, I mean, yeah, compared to Angela Bassett, uh, it just kind of seems like uh, maybe politics, legacy yeah. win. She yeah. was due. Yeah, exactly that too. It happens. Yeah. So. You know. Yeah. But whatever. I mean, they're all good. Yeah, hopefully Angela Bassett wins it for something else. Yeah, yeah, and like, I'm actually, that was, I looked it that up. That was amazing. Yeah, I, I, I uh, checked it out earlier, and I, I, I always thought she was nominated for the Tina Turner movie, but oh, she, she wasn't. Uh, she was not, or well, wait, oh, maybe I nominated. She was too, but she didn't win. Yeah, um, let me double check on that. She was nominated for best lead actress, but didn't didn't win. So, but yeah, I, I. Hope- I thought she won. Hopefully I would have thought she won. She... Oh, no, I know. Um, hope, again, hopefully there's another opportunity where she does actually win. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it was a good ceremony. And hopefully next year will be good, too, with a lot more good movies and, you know, good casting and whatnot. Um, and no awkward uh, events that everyone talks about. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, and I guess to go straight into shout outs, thank you to everyone who's listening right now. My family, friends, thank you guys for being listeners and supporting this podcast endeavor. Uh, yeah. and shout out to the group. Go ahead. <laughs> oh no, yeah. Just shout out, uh, shout outs to everyone who, who's kind enough to listen. 
Um, oh, I, I think, um, I don't know if I mentioned this on the last episode. Well, my friend Liz says she's a, uh, a regular listener. So uh, shout oh. out to Liz. And, shout out to Liz. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but yeah, that's that's about it. Um, I didn't, oh, I still haven't seen Creed, uh, Creed 3. So oh, yeah. gotta get on that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. La- <laughs> last week I couldn't uh, record because I was hungover. Just... <laughs> actually, I was gonna say actually, let's do The Last of Us next week because right. I'm I'm assuming you're gonna see the last episode today or tomorrow. Yeah, I watched it earlier today. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. Let's let's do The Last of Us next week. Okay. What? Yeah, yeah, that, yep. that works. I think Shazam's <laughs> coming out this week. I don't really, I don't know if I'm gonna watch Shazam, but uh, yeah, we can definitely talk about it next week. All right. Cool. Sounds good. All right, then, Selena, I thank you for for joining me as always, and I will see you next week. Cool. Thanks, Chris. Bye. Thanks for listening.